Hi, this is Cameron. And I'm Jorge Luis. And today we will continue looking at virtual short-term teams and give you the specifics of what it would look like to bring one. Thanks for being with us and let's start now. HopeCast. Learning about the life and mission of education equals hope. Cameron Graham Vivanco. And my name is Jorge Luis Rodriguez. I am the co-founder of Education Equals Hope and the director of the program here in Ecuador. And I am the coordinator of training and teams for E equals H down here in Ecuador. Um, and today we are going to drill down on the specifics of virtual mm -hmm. short-term teams. Last episode, 11, we uh, talked about the kind of the philosophy mm -hmm. of what we're doing because it's taking up a lot of bandwidth <laughs> right now. Uh, but here, this is uh, the nuts and bolts. If you yes. want to do a virtual short-term team, um, this is where we're going to give you the nuts and bolts of what to do and how to do it. Mm -hmm. It's really important for us to say also that um, in order to do a short-term team, you, you don't need just to, to come and be there. You also need to prepare yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's what we wanted to um, to to pass on this new virtual reality. The fact of not just giving you the experience of knowing people from other country is actually given um, training so that you can be uh, aware of how important that is mm -hmm. and what are the fruits that can come out from that. Like just the, the mere fact of you sitting down on your computer and seeing the screen um, will teach you a lot but will also give you the opportunity of blessing the life of someone else that is in the other side of the screen. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a lot There's a lot that goes into virtual mm -hmm. short-term teams. I'm going to hit some bullet points, and then we'll talk uh, a little bit of the philosophy along the way. But the bullet points are we, obviously, you just send an email to Cameron at educationwillshope.org and say, I'm interested in doing this. It can be a one-week mm -hmm. uh, session, or it can be once a week for five to six weeks, depending on what best fits your calendar, your schedule. We recommend setting aside an hour and a half for the first three nights, an hour and a half, uh, and the last two nights, two hours, mm -hmm. which is like, oh my gosh, that's so <laughs> long. But by the time those two nights come, you'll understand yes. why um, we need a little bit more time. There's a lot of live translation going on at that point, which um, eats up um, clock time, but not heart time. It's really... Yep need to see. So you can um, decide to design it one week at the, uh, a one week chunk or over several weeks. We do hope that we will go back to real life in person high-fiving each other <laughs> short-term uh, missions. But we also know that virtual short-term mission is something that's going to be around for a while. It's here to stay. Yep. It's just such an awesome opportunity. Um, to be able to bridge the immense gap, the poverty gap, the mm -hmm. geographical gap, the culture gap. Um, and so we we are committed. Jorge Luis, you were just saying to me um, that you wanted to make sure that people understand that this is not something that we're doing because it seems like it'd be fun. <laughs> of course. Um, it is fun. It is fun. But it's it's very purposeful. Tell Yes. It is really again. it is really important. The thing is that you guys have maybe heard about um, short-term teams in different countries. That sometimes get a terrible rap. 
Exactly. With some really good reason. Yes. Because if you don't do short-term <laughs> mission well, you can do more harm yes. than good. So it's been like that, the, the mere idea of just bringing someone from one country to another to have an, kind of an experience there, um, that idea has been there for a very long time. What we wanted to do is we all understand that, but in this new reality, how, what can we say from that? How can we translate that in a way that, as you said before, is not just that we are making up this new activity, is that we see something that was really important from that previous experience that we want to translate to this new one. Mm-hmm. Why is it truly important? It's because of how important relationship, relationships are in life, mm-hmm. not just in ministry, not just in church, in life in general. Relationships, relationships are truly important. So this opportunity of a virtual team is a great chance for you to keep growing in that way of relationships and not just within your own uh, comfortable, you know, your comfort zone, your zone. Of, um, of knowing people and getting to know them and getting to talk to them about things that you already know. It's about opening the doors for something else in the divine world. What we are doing is to attend what God has sent us to do, to share the love of, of God with other people. Mm-hmm. That's why it's really important. This is how we want to do that. And for whatever reason, God has placed us in this unique position True. to be able to be a bridge between some very different worlds. Mm-hmm. Um, my uh, In some of my training before I came to Ecuador, um, we were challenged about well, that's going to be a really long story. The short version <laughs> of what I'm trying to say is that someone posed a question. Do you know anyone who lives in a housing project? Mm-hmm. And in the United States at that time, no. no. What's like, a housing project? I, I mean, I knew what a housing project was. And I'd, like we'd done outreach or, or you know, worked in, um, in a soup kitchen. Or we had done things yeah. that that brought us in into proximity with, but as far as having a relationship, being in friendship with someone that was at such a different socioeconomic reality than I was, I'd liked to think that I was very open and, and worldly and understood those things. But the reality is I, I, I lived in my world, which I loved. I had fantastic people in my world yeah. and in my youth group and in my church and it, it was fantastic, and we did outreach, but it wasn't, I want to say, at a a heart or soul level, and not yeah. because people were bad people and they were trying to keep other people away. You, that's, you just didn't do that. And when I came here, mm-hmm. now you asked me if I knew people who live in housing projects. In what part of the city? <laughs> let me let me tell you. Are yeah. you looking in the north, yeah, the yeah, south, yeah. and the middle, and the country? Like, oh yeah, let's. And <laughs> and for the first twelve years of my life here in Ecuador, I didn't know any of nice Quito. I didn't know any of the beautiful places here because my my world was in those humble neighborhoods, those desperate and difficult places where I now have some dear dear friends. And all of that is just to say that God has uniquely positioned us as an organization mm-hmm. through those relationships. It's not like you you can't get the same sort of thing doing something virtually in your own hometown. Yeah. Um, but life, one more time, life is about relationships and we have the relationships and, and good trustworthy relationships mm-hmm. and these communities. God has 
ordained and blessed us to be able to have that. And we have deep relationship with wonderful, wonderful people in the United States who really want to do lots of good things and sometimes don't know where to start. Sure. And we have that unique position to to bless, to, to make that connection yeah. between the two. Um, there's a wise pastor who recently said, you cannot have an authentic relationship with someone that you're always trying to get something from. And that is, that's been a oh. problem in short-term missions for a long time because we set up the people who have material wealth as those coming in and they're going to save the day and they're going to give money and they're going to give resource and they're yes. going to pay for this. And, and as you know, that person coming in and doing that, you are always wondering, is this person being nice to me for me? Or are they being nice <laughs> to me because they want the stuff that I brought? Or yes. And we have tried diligently and over and over and over again for these 18 years to level the playing field and help people recognize their prejudices intellectually, culturally, spiritually, those, those barriers that we inadvertently set up between us so that we can enter into authentic relationship, that we can have authentic relationship and that we're friends because we're friends, not because I give you something. Yeah. And in fact, maybe I don't ever give you anything, but I walk with you. I yes. listen to you. I hear you. And we still get to do those things in these virtual short-term teams. Yeah. It's not enough to be willing to do something. It's necessary to have a commitment, a deeper commitment of living life with other people. So, sorry, we digress. So, <laughs> choose a week or yes. uh, a five or six week section. Um, everyone needs to be on a com their own computer. Yeah. Um, everybody needs to do it from their own space. Um, obviously, a couple, two people or a family, if they wanted to do it, that's fine. Um, but we don't want a group of five people together yes. or ten people together and four other people on um on a computer, we want everyone to have equal access. That kind of levels the playing field there. Yes. Um, we uh, want to limit the number of people and the number of participants mm -hmm. because as crazy as it sounds, we are going to form community yes. <laughs> on the screen. Um, doing exercises together, doing not like touching your toes, but yeah. like <laughs> thinking and discussions and yeah. asking. Um, and everyone does have to come with that willing attitude. Um, we only want 20, 25 is, is the max. Yes, the of, max. Of people that can go in a short term, a virtual short term team together. Um, there will be a little bit of homework. Um, we'll ask you to do some reading and some reflection on your own mm -hmm. and then come back ready for the next time to talk about it. I recommend doing one week in a row um, yes. just to make it more intentional, more intense. Um, and therefore, you generally have more buy-in and more focus. Mm -hmm. So that's my um, my preference on that. But we can work with just about anything. And then we we set it up. We do some a couple of nights just Jorge Luis and me and educational staff hope. Educational <laughs> <Equals> hope staff. <laughs> um, doing that. That's a talent to be able to switch all your words like that. Um, and then with whatever ministry site that we are doing ministry with, um, we we set up um, kind of a pulpit swap. So yes. the leadership from the North American Church will do a, a teaching or a Bible study yes. or a reflection for the Ecuadorian Church, but then the Ecuadorian leadership will do a reflection for the North American Church. Um, and that's kind of like two parallel things going on at the same time. So that's the third meeting. And then the fourth meeting and fifth meeting are... Uh, 
we, we have some players who <laughs> do some behind-the-scenes work. Yes. So we would look for four people from each church, the Ecuadorian church and the North American church, and we would break them into groups. So two North American, two Ecuadorian. Ecuadorian. On Thursday, two North American on and to Ecuadorian on Friday, but we would get those groups of four together to do some theological reflection that we will help guide. Um, and then they together lead um, the last two nights of doing theological reflection. And it is just so rich to see how the same passage of scripture, yes. the same <laughs> concepts um, come at from different points of view, culturally, social, economically, life story, just how rich the scripture is. Um, and of course, we spend some time um, closing in prayer and being in prayer for one another yes. and maybe a couple of silly things along the way. Something cool to say also is that every time that we want to do small groups or we want to create a team out from the big group, uh -huh. uh, we send someone that is able to translate of course, and be yep. that bridge between English and Spanish and the both cultures, uh -huh. um, and not as a leader, but as a facilitator of that relationship. So whenever we do that kind of stuff, we send someone from our team that is ready and trained uh -huh. to facilitate that um, that activity. Yes. I think also something that is important to say is that we div I have divided in my mind all the information that we that we um that we play with, that we learn all that information, I have divided into three different topics. The first one is the training, the education that you receive so that you are able, uh, you're prepared and able to do the virtual team. Uh, and it's not just you that receive it, it's not just the North American side of the story that receives it, it's also the Ecuadorians. Uh -huh. we, we are very intentional in giving them those pieces of information so that you guys are ready to get together. So that first part is the, the information, the new education, um, the new information that brings you education uh, and gets you ready for what you're going to live. The second part is all the activities and all the information that we can share when we are together as a team, right? And that will create the relationship between the both worlds. Mm -hmm. And the third part is the information that after receiving all that in previous information is the debrief part. Mm -hmm. the, the part where we sit down and take all that information and create new ones as little pieces of truth that you can hang on for your entire life is not your, just for the virtual fruit, part. Your fruit, if you will, the, yes. what you get out of the information and, and those nuggets, those, those little bits of truth to, mm -hmm. to continue to shape your life and move forward with. Yes, so I think that, that is really important. We based all of our activities during the week or the time that you want to do the mission um, we, we we try to condense all those kind of of, of of information and that's those are the three important parts that we want to accomplish. Mm -hmm. We are super flexible and we, we want to create new programs according to your needs and your times and all that. But those are the three important parts of information that we want to keep in every virtual team. Yep. So um, again, we invite you to to sign up for a virtual team. Mm -hmm. um, we would love for it to end with um, closure in a worship service, whether that's a Eucharist if you're in the Episcopal Church or a prayer service mm -hmm. or a worship service or wh whatnot. And then, of course, um, the debrief that Jorge Luis has already talked about is so important. If we don't stop and look for the lessons that God has taught us yeah. in the middle of something, then... Then we just get the opportunity to learn them again <laughs> and again. Sure. Um, and so it it is something that we value that we're seeing God move through 
as surprised as I am by that, (laughs) Um, but it's exciting. And so we invite you to be a part of it. Thank you so much for joining, for listening us uh, to us right here in this episode. We are so thankful to have you guys, but also please feel free to contact us in any way possible through our um, webpage, which is educationwillshope.org or Cameron at (laughs) educationwillshope.org. Thank you so much for joining in every shape or form. And as always, we invite you to be a sponsor of a micro scholarship. Mm -hmm. And you can do that at www.educationequalshope.org. Thank you for being part of Adventure. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to our Hopecast. If you want to join the mission or know more about it, please visit our webpage www.educationequalshope.org or check our YouTube channel and Instagram with the same name.